It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, update. Congratulations uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to tell you something, man. That dude right there, you say what you want to right now, is uh, is the greatest quarterback that ever lived. Already. He's 20, he ain't even 30. Really? Already. Bad boy. Already. Oof. He's a bad boy. I'm going to tell you something. Because here's what people do. People use math sometimes when it works for them. But when they do, it doesn't, they don't. Like, they, they'll have LeBron James and Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan in the same conversation, even though he hasn't won as many um, he hasn't won as many championships as them, but they don't. They discard math when that works, right? Mm. Um, obviously, he hasn't won as many um, um, titles as as Joe Montana, or or he hasn't won as many titles as Tom Brady. But to say that this kid hasn't done things no one's ever seen before, wow, is amazing. Even though he looks like Darlene from don't do uh, Roseanne, it. don't do it, don't do it. And normally, I can't stand Roseanne, <laughs> but in this case, but in this case, I gotta say. <laughs> Happy birthday to Gucci Mane. <laughs> Happy birthday to Josh Brolin. Happy birthday to Thanos. Uh, you know who is Thanos. Yeah. Thanos. Or, oh, or, yeah. <laughs> they talking about Marvel might bring him back. Of course they might. I thought he died. Well, come on. It's Marvel. Uh, I don't know if he died. I mean, oh, sorry. I don't watch those movies. Nobody dies when the check is right. <laughs> Nobody dies when the check is right. Um, happy birthday to Robert Griffin III. Happy birthday to Michael McDonald. Happy birthday to Arsenio Hall. Happy birthday to Brett Kavanaugh. Happy birthday to Larry Nance. Happy birthday to Skylin Brooks. Rah uh, Rah from the Get Down. Happy birthday, possibly, of course, to the one and only Abraham Lincoln. Thanks, man. Thanks, Appreciate Abe. you, Abe. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be doing this from the other side of the table. <laughs> happy birthday to Charles Darwin. Thanks for that theory. Happy birthday to Lee Bong. Cho, I don't know. I was about to be so proud of you. Young Choi, the Samsung founder. How come his name just wasn't Samsung if he founded it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> happy birthday to Lauren Green, Ben Conrad on Bonanza, and happy birthday to Bill Russell, uh, NBA uh, Hall of Famer. Um, so we got a great show for lined up for you today. Of course, we're going to have 90 seconds with 96 with DJ Lucci. Uh, we will have a little note from the GED section, plus the jazz report is coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. So, of course, the Super Bowl was held last night. Um, the Super Bowl is very interesting because one of the things that is most popular about this particular event is the commercials. And I've got to tell you, they were interesting commercials to me. One of them, uh, and the one I'm primarily talking about, is the commercial that uh, talked about how Jesus washed the feet. Jesus washed feet. He gets us. Now, this is ironic that we would be talking about Jesus at a time when this country uh, is allowing the murder of women and children. <laughs> that's, that's ironic to me. Uh, while people are starving and dying. And also to contrast that commercial of Jesus washing our feet were two commercials that talk about stamping out hate, which are quintessential ideas in America. Isn't it ironic and tone deaf to talk about the virtues of Jesus <laughs> while you have to do two more commercials to stamp out hate? G Jesus actually got more commercials. Christians actually got more commercials than Doritos this year. The thing about that I find interesting, you spend $7 million, which about, is about what it costs to have a commercial on the Super Bowl. Um, you know, on a holiday, it's not even an official holiday, on a day where we drink to excess, uh, 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 eat our feet, eat to gluttony, uh, uh, while being, while men batter themselves for our enjoyment. Many of them doing life altering harm to themselves. Some of them will never ever be the same. So we're eating and drinking and laughing and praying for more brutality as commercials about Jesus, uh, go, uh come on in the screen. And this commercial, these commercials, uh, these commercials about Jesus, 
this event that we were all at when they ran these commercials about Jesus was in a place called Sin City, which is ironic to me. Almost everything that you can do under the sun is legal in the very city we had this event and we're running these commercials. As a matter of fact, drinking, gambling, prostitution, all of it legal. And primarily the people espouse the virtues of Jesus the most, uh, the Bible Belt. None of the things you can do in Vegas there, you can't do on a Sunday. You can't buy liquor on a Sunday in many places. <laughs> you damn sure can't have prostitution on a Sunday there, or, or pri- primarily anywhere. You, you're not free to express yourself religiously. Can you imagine if a Mormon, uh, oh, excuse me, not a Mormon, a, a Muslim had done a commercial like that? Or a Buddhist had done commercials like that? We're talking about tolerance and love, but do something that, that the powers that be don't want you to do, and you'll see exactly how tolerant they can be. At the very same time that we were running commercials about Jesus and washing his feet, a mega church was getting shot up. You know, Joel Osteen's church. First of all, anybody, I don't understand why anybody believes it. Anybody that blinks that much and got a shag is obviously a liar. I don't get it. I don't understand it at all. Joel Osteen, you know, the one whose parishioners were were being flooded out and they refused to open his church uh, to the refugees and the people were in need until he got uh, until he got embarrassed and had to come out that way. That guy. Anyway. At the same time, we're talking about how he gets us. He loves us. They were shooting up a mega church. And what do, what do people say? Oh, we're praying for him. Joel Osteen said, you know, evil will not prevail. Have you seen the scoreboard? Have you seen the scoreboard? This is the quintessential uh, tone deaf uh, place we find ourselves in America. We're eating and drinking while people are dying and being blown up. We're eating and drinking and laughing. Watch the spectacle while churches get shot up. And what do we do about it? We pray. Well, you know, you know, God is not going to let evil. It's not God that's doing this. Your city council, your state legislators is doing it. And you as the electorate are turning the other way while they do it. So Jesus washed feet and you watch any chance of somebody having any individuality. They can't. Have, a woman can't control her own right. They can't. Tell, they can't. You don't. you don't want uh, people to be able to express themselves. I love who they want to. But he gets us. It ain't him getting us. You don't. But you ran a commercial like that. And you don't even realize how tone deaf it is. The same time you're telling us about love, the very laws that you allow to have our churches and schools and auditoriums shut up, you turn the other way for. You pretend don't exist. He he gets us. You don't. Or maybe you do because you know that you're allowed to do with all these things. You know that you're allowed to be tone deaf and indifferent while children are being blown up in other parts of the world. While people in your own country are being slaughtered because of the laws you, you refuse to do anything about. Dying of hunger. None of that. And the one thing I know is Jesus don't need $7 million to tell how great. He, been, he, got, a, he got a pretty good publicist. The very same time, that's the quintessential conundrum in America. The very same time you're talking about Jesus and how he gets us. You have to run two commercials for hate. The very same time you're talking about loving him and how he loves us, one of his houses is being shot up. You, we're supposed to turn the other cheek only to grab a gun and return fire. And that <laughs> is the conundrum of America. That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. 
So Medicare is sending initial pricing offers to drug manufacturers on the very first 10 medications selected for negotiation, aiming to lower costs for families. Uh, the White House has announced these negotiations to set lower prices for the 10 most expensive pre- prescription drugs under Medi- covered under Medicare, marking the very first time the program will not accept the prices set by manufacturers. Wow. Is That's that, pretty good. That is good. It's you know, they, they were, we've been talking quite a bit about how uh, medications for everything from diabetes and even asthma uh, medication right. and things like that are just way out of the reach of some of these some of these families who really need it for their kids. Yeah, and pens, all for them. That stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's about time that they've done that. Yeah. So women with polycystic ovary syndrome may be vulnerable to cognitive issues later in life. A new study suggests that people with the condition have have lower memory and thinking skills and subtle brain changes at midlife. This could impact a person on many levels, including their quality of life, career success, and financial security. What was the name of that thing again? Polycystic ovary syndrome. That sounds like a part P- of me. POS is what we call it. I swear it sounds like a part of me. So. It's very uncomfortable, I can tell you that. Yeah, it's not, what is it? It's, it's when you, your uh, ovaries become enlarged and you get a lot of cysts on them. These are things you have no idea what Jesus I'm talking Christ. about. Oh. So just say, wow, sorry. Wow, I am sorry. <laughs> there you go. Happened. Thank you. Polycystic <laughs> I don't know what they are. You just said <laughs> All right. Thank you for that jazz report. So a lot of people are saying Usher's performance was one of the greatest of all time. I don't, I don't, I, it was okay. I liked it a lot, but it wasn't one of the greatest of all time to me. I mean, I love the performance. I don't know that I would say it was one of the greatest no, of all times. But if I, it was a bit in Atlanta, because it, it was weird to be a tribute to Atlanta in Vegas, which was, I mean, <laughs> it, it was, to me, uh, you know, I, I, I got the Michael Jacksons and the Princes and, and the, you know, the, I like those people like that. And then I thought what Dre and Snoop did two or three years ago was just spectacular. Oh, without question. So I but think I, Bruno Mars was, so I, I think he was very good. But to me, it's really hard to have a lot of ballads, you know, and, you know, because that's a lot. Of, it was a lot of, like, R&B, a lot of ballads, which, and he's the king of that. I don't know how, how that plays. I mean, I thought just, it was great. Yeah. I loved every bit of it. Now, I get the the Drake and all of that, but you had multiple artists, right, who had hits individually. Well, Jermaine Dupree looked like CeeLo. He looked like CeeLo <laughs> well, going to private school. I don't know what was going on with, with Jim D. That was a line. He looked like... He looked like C- <laughs> he looked like CeeLo going to a Pilgrim private school. You know what I mean? Yeah, he looked like an Amish CeeLo. You see, I, I swear Who's to God, the I'm Puritan. Like, Come on now. I didn't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. He looked like this a dude leprechaun. jumped right off the Mayflower and went to the Super Bowl. Now we know who rode that horse outside. <laughs> I mean, it was like, a lot on a little. It was weird. Oh my God, that was like I'm like in a tuxedo. I didn't even know it was him. Come on now. Come on now. Ruffle socks. Come on! It was like, he what went is to happening? like a a, 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 <laughs> a Pilgrim private school, like, and, and he dated Janet Jackson. Come on now, come on, married now. Well, Janet Jackson. Hope <laughs> Springs Eternal. So, what do you think? Do you think uh, <laughs> some people are saying because you know, obviously, you see some reviews saying it's the best ever, some saying it's the worst ever. What do you think? What do you think of Usher's performance? Like, one thing that is for sure, the dude is dope. He can't perform. There were a lot of audio issues though. That was a little little weird. For yeah, me. So, I mean that happens. Um, so, what do you think? Do you think it was? Uh, what do you think of Usher's performance? Uh, last night at the Super Bowl. 877-242-2426. Also, it is up on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.L. Hughley Show, and the website is thedlhugleyshow.com. All right, you got to give somebody credit for being able to skate and do all that. Like, one dude right. just jumped up and shot across the crowd. like, come on now. <laughs> I've never seen... It was like a little bit of Cirque du Soleil. Right. Except... <laughs> 
Hey man, I've seen a lot of uh, black people shoot across the sky, and it was not at the Super Bowl. Let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're getting to your calls. It's the DL Hughley Show. So the question we're asking: What did you think of Usher's uh, Super Bowl performance? You know, we're gonna make it easy and like it. We got we got a whole other bunch of heavy stuff coming up later. Might as well like it, kick it light today. Uh, <laughs> DJ Lucci, you saw? I'm saw you had a nice uh, party, a uh, 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 Super Bowl party, right? It wasn't a Super Bowl party. It was the siblings were together. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think? Ryan. Um, I think, uh, well, Jennifer from Philly said, uh, I don't know if it was all-time great, but I think it was one of the best in the last couple of years. Yeah. What do you think? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was. It was I liked it. It was dope. It was dope. But I, I, I'm talking about things that made me go, damn. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I mean, I think also a lot of the artists that we're talking about, they had, you know, a lot of uh, stuff going on on stage, period, you know, with pyrotechs and lights and all of that. When you go all the way back and look at Michael Jackson, when he performed the his entrance, you know, even Beyonce, even when you look at Missy Elliott and yeah, uh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It was it was just visually it was different, but I thought it was a solid performance. Missy Elliott was she came up with Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, on a big it was very solid. Or something. It was yeah, very it was, solid. I thought it was great. very solid. But what I'm, I'm telling you, in the last few, well, it was better than Madonna. Remember, she was scooting around in hot yeah. pants on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I was like, why is Sergeant Elias at the Super Bowl performing? <laughs> I thought it was better than Rihanna. Better than Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 Okay. It was definitely better than J-Lo and Shakira's. Now, come on. That was definitely better than that. I mean... They, I mean, they should have done that performance if we were playing a soccer tournament, but not the Super Bowl. I'm not even trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be You're mean. That's the magic. Miserably. You don't try. And, and nobody that listens to that music, nobody that you know listens to that, you know, are, are playing on that field. Nobody. So. Do you think that's mean? I'm just telling you. No. no. It's well, just you. Chiquitas were kind of dated. I mean, a little. So, I mean, once I saw Jermaine Depew, Depew with Ruffle Bobby Socks on, I was all done. I was all done. I couldn't hear anything yeah. else after that. It's that way walking around with a peachy. Yeah. What it My <laughs> eyes were wounded yeah. after that. All right, so what did you think? Uh, uh, Super Bowl performance, what do you think? Some people say it was all-time great. Sometimes it says uh, all-time worse. What do you think? 877-242-2426. We are getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, remember that if you're in New York, I'm going to be there this uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the City, City Winery. City winery. Uh, we have one Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. And two Sunday, so come uh, check us out. Uh, we are talking about uh, Usher's Super Bowl performance. I don't know who who looked crazier, Fifty Cent hanging upside down doing uh, Dre's <laughs> looking like a bat, like he spent a lot of time yeah. at the candy shop. Wow! Or Jermaine Dupree, who was it? <laughs> you think? That's terrible. Now, literally, who I do you think? Remember, that. like, like Fifty Cent with the people, were, people were riding him out too when he. Yeah, remember that? they were. Yeah, but he didn't redeem. He didn't lost that weight. He, 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 he didn't lost that weight. Hey, I was about to say that. Yeah, I was I'm about to say that. I wonder what Jermaine gonna do. <laughs> Did Jermaine redeem? Uh, change your clothes yeah, for one. Huh? Can't look at it, walk around looking like Joni from Happy Days. <laughs> <laughs> First thing he's gonna do is fire his stylist. Like, yeah, 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 and his friends. Yeah. And it had pockets on it, and it should have had a pistol. The gun. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what do you think? Um, do you think uh, Skip? You watched it. What do you think? Was it was it one all time? What do you think? Well, it kind of depends how when you say one of the I'm all time. I'm talking about you. Yeah, what when, do you when think you say if you say one of the all time greats, how deep do we go? Top five, top ten. You know, right. you know that's all time great. Period. In any, in any incarnation. Yeah, like I don't put it, I do not put them in the same category. It was very good. Very good. Very good. Very good, uh, right. I don't put it in the same categories: Prince, Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars, and one of the Beyonces. 
I don't. It's, I yeah. think. I think right. those were yeah. at a different level. Different level. And then you know that you got the next. It's almost like. It's like when you talk about elite level of quarterbacks. There's some great quarterbacks, but there's only a couple of them you were gonna really call. They're, then you know. Well, right now there's only one, and then there's the rest of them. But you know. This is what I tell you how how dope Dre's performance was. <laughs> I, when they started crib rocking, I wanted to crib rock, and I grew up hating cribs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I put that in that category. Yeah, I put that in that category too. That was man, that was because it was all bangers. It was all like you know, it was so I, I, I just that was for me. Now I thought it was very nice, and I think some of the stuff that that I've seen recently has been so off, but it was definitely in line. I just it was it was definitely in line with uh, with uh, today, and I thought he's a, a great. Artist, and I thought he put on a great show. Um, and I think, uh, but in a, but there were people who were tr- the, the people we're talking about were transcendent, like you, yeah. But Dre was, was that, in the right in city, the right too. City. I mean, he was in LA, absolutely, yeah. and that was a tribute. Then, if that would have been in yeah, Atlanta, yeah, if they'd have did that in New York, yeah. it wouldn't have played but the same, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. but if they would have did Vegas, because it was they just had Atlanta and Vegas, all those were primarily Luda and all them that it's, it's, it was Atlanta and Vegas, but exactly, I thought it was dope, but. For L.A., they cleaned all the homeless people out. And I was like, how did they do that? That was a real miracle. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> la da 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 When I saw the aerial shots of of L.A. for that Super Bowl, I didn't know what city I was looking at. I was like, did I fly into that today? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Usher's Super Bowl performance, did you think? Uh, what did you think? Uh, 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. The question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our Super Bowl performance, what do you think? Uh, some people call it the best ever. Some people say not so much. What do you think? Uh, uh, Junius, what do you think? It was great. It was I, mean, great. I, I, I mean, I, I cannot, cannot fault it fault a, a, at all. It was visually, visually uh, sonically. sonically uh, it covered his, covered his, his catalog. catalog. So if you were a, um, a, um, Usher fan, Usher fan. Yeah. He, he nailed it. He nailed it. But in right. in the echelon of, of performances like we're talking about, I mean, you know, it was it wasn't at the tippy tippy top. It wasn't the greatest ever. But he, here's what it is for me. I never liked Bruno Mars. I never liked him. What? Never. I didn't get it. I saw that Super Bowl. I was like, I get it. You know what I mean? Because because. Because when you have performances like that, they can, you know what I mean? The, the go, because okay. you pay to, nobody don't pay you for the Super Bowl. Like right. when you, usually when you do that, they start buying your cat. When I saw, uh, when I saw Bruno Mars, I went, I get it now. I never got it before. Never. When I saw that dude, I went, okay, I, I get why this dude is, 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 is this is that dude? When I saw Prince before, I never got it before. When I saw him, I was like, okay, I get it. So, in the rain. For me. Okay, back up. You didn't. You didn't get Prince. When I grew to up, him? Prince went to. This is. I was a kid. Okay. They had a, a L.A. Uh, a festival, and he had a diaper. I mean, he had a trench coat and a thong on. That. I'm, and, and I'm a boy. I'm like, I can't. I don't. Right. Understand I ain't this. with this. Right. I never. I, I, don't, I don't understand this. Then when I got older and saw him, I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. Usher, I always liked. I always thought he was a dope artist, and I think that it's it's different kind of, for me. He did a great job. I think. 
uh, it, it'll sell a lot of hit. people to come see him in concert. It was it was mm-hmm. why it was Vegas residency is why it was on fire. But when you say the pantheon of of stuff that I've seen before at Super Bowls that made me go, damn. But I also think a lot of when you look at the artists who perform, they just did another version of themselves. All of their performances, whether it was not Prince, C-Lo. Michael Jackson. Not no, C-Lo. if you were a follower of them, <laughs> if you've always followed Prince and you saw his Super Bowl performance, you was like, wow, that's Prince because he was always bad. Michael Jackson, same thing. He came up. He was quiet, didn't do anything or say anything for almost a minute. That's never been done in Super Bowl history. But Unless that, somebody microphone But that's who Michael Jackson <laughs> was. So I think all of these artists, even Bruno Mars, you may not have been into him, but he always performed like that. So I think it was just them on steroids. So if you like Usher and you love the way there he dances. There it is. Then you love the performance, period. But I didn't. I didn't like those other artists, and they converted me. They, you know what that? What those Jesus commercials was trying to do to a lot of people? They oh. did that to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know all that proselytizing. All they didn't have was somebody. The only thing they needed to do at that LL Super commercial was pass a plate. But they can. Those artists converted me. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, was it? What do you think of Usher's uh, performance? That's the question that we are posing to you. Get to your calls in a bit. It's the DL Hughley Show. This is the truth. Everything people love about America is black people. Really? How cool we are. How, all of that is us. Everything they hate about America is him and Trump people. Thank you. You're welcome. Catch the D.L. Hughley Show podcast on UrbanOnePodcast.com and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe today. So what did you think of Usher's performance last night? We're going right to the phones. I thought the halftime show was excellent in 15 minutes. Usher was able to give a tribute to HBCUs with Jackson State, the Divine Nine with Kappa Alpha Psi, and a shout-out to the Vegas culture with the dancers. It was great. Uh, it was okay. I mean, it was just like having the Usher's greatest hits, but they could have spent a little bit more on the production, but it was okay. Yeah, overall, overall I, I give it an eight. Oh, I loved it. It was great. Great show. Everything well orchestrated. I love me some Usher. El Fuego. On fire. It ain't what I thought, but if that was my woman and you grabbed Swiss, uh, Swiss Beast, mm, I know I'd have no, been like, ooh. Stop it. Yeah. It's, it's like acting. Yeah, come on. Right, come on. You know how many actors I know knock each other off? Mm. <laughs> <I> see, <laughs> that's so dumb. Kiss a ton of chicks on TV. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm honestly. So I'm just saying. Do you know how many actors and actors, oh, they just acting Bad names? example. That's Meg Ryan. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Wait, I mean... No, it was, he's such a dope performer. I could see why people would go. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't even go, I didn't even want to go see Usher perform even, I mean, I, I, I was, and I bought his albums, I, but I, it, I was never motivated to go. I could see why people spend all that money and follow him around like the Grateful Dead and string mm-hmm. cheese to go see this dude. I could see why that happened. Sure. I, on the other hand, didn't understand, um, I didn't think that it was one of the best I'd ever seen. I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. So... You know, that's fair. If I'm allowed to say that, yeah, um, sure. Elena, sure. what did you say? She's still mad at the Shakira thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's funny. Actually, hips don't lie, they do. No, what'd you say? <laughs> I actually thought he was great. I think Usher is a great performer, and I he think is. he definitely he blew minds yesterday, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. And I, we all agree that it was better than Madonna scooting around with them hot pants. Oh, without question. <laughs> 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 <Hands down. laughs> looking like looking like a Sulu from uh, the, the remember Star, Star Trek, Trek. Remember the AC. 
<laughs> Why do people think <laughs> Jeff? What did you think? I'm sorry, I didn't get to you. I thought it was. Uh, I, I thought it was very good. I didn't think he embarrassed himself in any way. I thought there's I, a difference between being very good and not embarrassing. He was. It was okay. a very good performance. Uh, okay, no yeah, doubt. I thought. It, no, I meant in keeping with him being heir apparent to Michael Jackson, right? Like him right. and Chris Brown. Right. You cannot argue. Yes, that. yes. In keeping with that, he did not embarrass himself. Right. Her was incredible. Her yeah. guitar. Now that, that, now that. Okay, that was incredible. That was Prince-esque right there. Yes. I loved her playing the uh, the the opening riff to Confessions when she went right yes. in there playing that. Oh, that yep. was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I would I would definitely say it was a dope ass performance. Sure. I liked how the 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 the, the wardrobe changes were seamless. Not everybody's. <laughs> I'm telling you. Are we back to whoever C-Lo? did that? They're not even. Are we back to CeeLo? It's not even CeeLo. It's Jermaine Dupree. But CeeLo would wear that though. <laughs> <laughs> that was CeeLo. If C- no, that was Jermaine Dupree. If if CeeLo had worn that, it'd have been fly, right? Because he does stuff like that, right? If CeeLo had worn mm-hmm. what J- Jermaine Dupree won, you'd be right. like, man, all right, I, I, I ain't man, CeeLo like, be and, tripping. Yeah, that that boy, he he go. Andre three thousand and CeeLo could wear stuff. You're like, wow, I don't see how that happened, but not Jermaine, <laughs> not him, man. Well, it was, I it had was, to throw you in there, sir, because you yeah, wear a fly. You're a fly. You be fly, but sometimes no your friends yes. will tell yes. you, yes. come back down yes. off the ledge. Yes. You and, can come and, you out know, there with that suit on if you want to. You know I love yeah. you to yeah. the end, bro, but come on now. <laughs> come out with some rough Bobby have been socks able to do. on if you want to. What I wouldn't have been able to do <laughs> is go to 135th and Avalon. <laughs> no, you, no, no. And everybody will rob you and get your autograph. Everybody knows DL don't wear socks, so that'll never happen. <laughs> that had never happened. Do you know how somebody came up to me one time and said, "Let me see your socks." I was like, "Man, who is it? What, what are you yeah. saying stuff like that?" DL is Dominican in another life. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Except I love black people. That's the don't. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I can't be Dominican. I hate baseball and love black people. That's not. <laughs> More of the DL Hughley show coming up in a bit. It's the DL Hughley show. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. The question we're asking: What did you think of Usher's uh, performance? We're going right to the phones. Uh, first of all, um, the performance was okay, but it was very anticlimactic for me. I expected so much more after his run in Vegas that maybe my hopes were set too high. Um, he gets an E for effort, and um, I do think that it was great having the different um, artists there, but it was such a quick snippet of each one. It was a little too much going on for me. Um, but I will say the Super Bowl was one of the best ever. Man, listen, you can never go wrong with Usher. Usher is one of our great entertainers, no matter what you do. I don't care if it's Super Bowl halftime, concert. You can never, never go wrong with Usher. I was completely entertained. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, the dancing, the singing. I enjoyed the whole show. I enjoyed Lisa Keys. I think uh, uh, they did great by picking Usher. So I don't care if it's a football game, basketball game, concert. You can never go wrong with Usher. Usher wasn't that great. Uh, I still say Prince did the best performance of the Super Bowl uh, halftime. I'm not going to say it was the greatest ever, but he did give us an entertaining show. I liked all the special guests, but it wasn't the greatest ever. You know, it was up there. 
in the top 15, but I'm not going to say the greatest ever. What about you, Woody? Uh... I'm not really big into football, but I thought that I thought it was good. I didn't. I mean, I don't watch the Super Bowl often, so I have nothing to compare it to. But I thought it was good. We ain't talking about the Super Bowl. We talking about Usher's performance. <laughs> that's well, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like the halftime show. Like I'm like I haven't watched a lot of Super Bowls, so therefore I haven't watched a lot of halftime shows. So I have nothing to compare it to. I don't know how that's happening, Dad. I have nothing to compare it to because uh, I, don't know I don't know what's I don't know like what's great. That's okay. all I'm saying. I'll tell you this: it can we stop wasting this break, please? Let's come on. Let's keep moving. That was a waste. <laughs> um, I tell you what, I tell you who did uh, put on all time great performance. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, showed he was the best star on that. He was Ooh. he was the dopest star on that field Man. last night. Jay. Hold up, Man. Yeah, I don't bad, care if he looks bad. like Darlene from, from Roseanne. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Yeah. You never bet against that badass yellow boy, man. Let me I'm just say this. I'm gonna say something controversial. He's the best that ever was already. Already. Yeah. He's football's he's bumblebee. He's done things no one ever has done. He's the best there ever was, man. And they had Every him time contained he, for like three quarters of the game, and then he always they, come out. Like, and Tom Brady, they, they had him to the last minute of the game. Yeah. They had him 28-3. He came, uh, came out. They dude, couldn't move the ball at all. Nothing. They came out. And then they, they looked like he looked at his watch. I'm like, what time is it? Yeah. All right, let's go and win yeah. Okay, let me clock Come in. On now. <laughs> we ain't got time to mess around. Oh, that's too much time. Let's go. And you know what? It's the first time because of Taylor Swift. It's the first. Can you imagine this? Republicans were against Missouri and for San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> for the first time. Them rednecks was for San Francisco. <laughs> and against Kansas, you can't get more red. Come on, sweet pickles. <laughs> <laughs> that Taylor Swift is changing the world. Yeah. All right, coming up, we got today's Millennial Minute with the one and only DJ Lucci. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. Millennial Minute with the one only DJ Luce. Samia. And speaking of Taylor Swift, I don't know if you guys saw around two weeks ago around uh, uh, Twitter or X, there were some deep fakes going around of her and compromising, yeah. you know, positions AI. and stuff yeah. and AI. So that has prompted uh, the Congress, U.S., to uh, pass a bill, possibly, about Let me ask uh, some. non-consensual deep Let me ask some. Do you know any if they if that was to happen to Beyonce, Congress wouldn't be talking about it? No, no. no. But it happened to um no. I remember when they passed that uh they were thinking about passing that bill when Jennifer Lawrence is remember when Jennifer Lawrence is a white girl. Yeah, Jennifer uh, that's what I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, nice booty. Like, yeah, yeah it, when her it got leaked on the cloud or whatever and Apple had to change their whole Taylor Swift perspective. I'm gonna tell you, whatever you do to I don't care how famous they are, it would never be Congress that would say we gotta do something about somebody. Remember the, the Aaron Andrews and somebody saw her naked? I was about to and say she that. Got she got 30, millions. 40 million dollars. Yes. Yeah. That's just the way, I mean, that's... That's just the way the world yeah, works. It is. That's yeah. the way. I mean... I, I bet you those congressmen who are... This is the truth. Those they congressmen, have kids. They have babies. They have kids they have, and those kids are like, I can't believe yeah. you're doing that to Taylor Swift. I mean, they were... Hor- and also, too, you should... They, it should have already been a thing because the way that deep fakes are set up now, you can literally make a porn yep. of... Uh, Anybody. That's what happened to me. And then- <laughs> 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 so 
So eight I whole copies. Like, and they're all damn silly. All right, coming up, we're going to be talking with star musician and actress Macy Gray. I just love her voice. It's the DL Hughley Show. Life is full of things to manage your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your, your indictment update. So if you are going to be in uh, New York this week, uh, I'm going to be there at the, uh, what is it called? <laughs> Ask Junius. What is it called, Junius? It is the wine, uh, what is it called? <laughs> no idea. Uh, wine and Rose. Oh, no, that's a Oh, that City Winery. City that's winery. it. I'm going to be at City Winery. Um, now, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday shows are sold out, so we added a Wednesday one, and uh, excuse me, a Thursday one. So Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I'm going to be at the City Winery, one on Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. So if they add another one, that'd be great. Also, uh, tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, I'm going to be on Tamron Hall, so I'll have a good time. Hi, Tamron. Yeah, hi, Tamron. Um, so City Winery is a beautiful joint. Yeah, and Tamron's doing very well. Yeah, she is. I'm proud of her. She is. She got mad at me. Everybody gets mad at you. Uh, no, I'm not, why did she not in a Monique kind of way. <laughs> not in a Monique kind of way. What'd she get mad at you about? She got mad at me uh, because uh, she got mad at me because she asked for me to do her show, and I didn't. She was talking to my publicist, and some kind of way I asked, could she give me two first class tickets? I said to ask, and she said, "No, I'm not getting your Mexican security card two tickets." She said, I'm not getting your security. I don't know why she got, she got a big budget over That's there. That's what I said. Her show is doing well. Ratings are through the roof. What I said was, it doesn't hurt for me to ask. She said, you're going to be here anyway. So you she called me. Because you ask not. Yeah, right. I, I wasn't saying I wouldn't do it if she didn't do it. I just asked, could she do it? But you didn't want to do it because you didn't get the two first class tickets. No, I, that's not true. I, I asked, could they do it? She thought I was saying I wasn't going to do it unless I got them. And then I said, no, that wasn't what I was saying. I was just asking, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know. Did you get the two first class tickets? I got one. So Derek will be in the back. <laughs> no, no, he can do it. I don't know where it'll be. I really don't ask that. Those he gonna be in first class. You know it. I don't know where it'll be. No, not not on that plane. It's one of them good ones. Wait a minute. So you so it's three classes on the plane. So it's first. It's business. I, but I have a question for you. Yeah, sure, sure. Do you have an issue if you look over and Derek is in first I, class I with you? I don't like that. Why? Because I it, I have to be better than him. What? <laughs> I, I do. I don't want, you know, I don't, that, that's like, okay, let me, let me paint the scenario for you. If you had a housekeeper, right? Yes. Right? And the housekeeper, could she eat out of your dishes? Could she sleep well, right next to you? Of course she can. You? I do have a well, housekeeper. They are more than welcome they to come once have a week. things out of my refrigerator or they can, you know, if they're hungry. Yes. I have to be better than him. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, it might You don't be want terrible. him to have the finer things like you? I do. I do. Except for first class. He can have business class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Do you know? Down. Come on now. You know how many? You know how many generational cur- curses and stereotypes we break? A black dude in the front, a Mexican in the middle. Come on now. Mm-mm. I'm beginning. I've to done, see my, why part. You, I've why done my part. I've done my part. I get it now. Yeah, I've done my part. Nice. <laughs> He's praying. Sorry, Derek. <laughs> Tried wow. to get you in first class. <laughs> Uh, so coming up uh, this hour, we're going to be talking <laughs> more dastardly tales. Dastardly. Who am I, Dudley Do Right? Dastardly tales. Welcome to the show, Macy Gray. How you doing, sweetie? Hey. Hey, baby. How are you? I'm good. How are you? 
Excellent. Let me ask you something. So music, uh, how long would you say you're in the, you've been in the music industry? Uh, 1999. So. 1999. Then you're going to make me do math. Now I got to <laughs> do math. Um, um, and what ways has it changed? Because I remember when I first heard you, uh, I, I dug it right away, but it's, it wasn't a sound that I'm, I, I'm not sure I'd ever heard anything like you before. Like the record industry or the music industry hadn't really seen or heard anything like you. Would you say? I agree. I agree. <laughs> and, 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 and so, but since I think a lot of people have come and they're kind of a little uh, different or, or, or sound uh, not quite like what we're used to, you think you had a lot to do with them understanding that just because we've never seen it before doesn't mean it's not going to have mass appeal? Yeah, I think everything counts, you know. Every, every artist that, that breaks through, it opens it up for, for other, other ones. I mean, other who reminds, you know, that who reminds you of you? Who reminds you of you? Not just in sound, but affect. Who, who reminds you of you? Who reminds me of me? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the queen of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I to gotta ask what universe you're talking about, because I got a few of them. <laughs> What's the queen? <laughs> well, I can't wait. Soon as, as soon as I can't wait to be somewhere you are. Uh, Macy, look, it's always a pleasure, and uh, I, I, it's been a while since we heard you, and, and I'm sure it's going to be a treat. I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you, DL, and, and, uh, and uh, the fandom is mutual. I'm a huge fan of yours. I love, I love you. Thank you. I like the way you think. Thank you, baby. And neither one of us never know where we at, so we're just the same. So, all right, baby. <laughs> I adore you. You take care. Be well. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, baby. Bye-bye. Looking for engaging discussions and thought-provoking content? Look no further. Listen to the D.L. Hughley Show podcast on UrbanOnePodcast.com and wherever podcasts are found. Now it's time for What You Need to Know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. Israeli military forces have reportedly freed two hostages who've been held by the Palestinian militant group Hamas since the October 7th attacks on the Jewish state. The IDF announced early today that a wave of attacks have been carried out in Rafah, about 20 miles southwest of Gaza City, as part of a mission to rescue the hostages. At the same time, the Gazan Health Ministry said dozens of Palestinians were killed as a result. This action came after the White House said yesterday... President Biden has spoken by phone with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and urged him not to proceed with military operations in Rafah without a credible plan for the safety and support of the more than one million people sheltering there. The Kansas City Chiefs have cemented their dynasty. The Chiefs won their second straight Super Bowl and third in the last five seasons after taking down the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 in an overtime win at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Patrick Mahomes was awarded his third career Super Bowl MVP after throwing for 333 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Kansas City now has won four Super Bowl titles overall, and 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy completed 23 of his 38 pass attempts for 255 yards and a touchdown in the loss. 
After the Civil War, Congress authorized the creation of six segregated black regiments to serve in the peacetime army under white officers. The new cavalries were mainly stationed in the Southwest and the Great Plains, where it was their responsibility to build forts and maintain order in a frontier overrun by outlaws and occupied by Native Americans battling land-grabbing intruders. Cheyenne Indians nicknamed the black troops Buffalo Soldiers for their ability and their dark skin. Happy Black History Month. To subscribe to my free daily newsletter, please visit SybilWilkes.com. For all the news 24-7, go to NewsOne.com. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your indictment update. (laughs) (laughs) Just so excited Um, about it. So if you are in New York this week, week, I'm going to be at the uh, City Winery. Uh, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We have one show on Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. So come check me out. All right, Jasmine, of course, America being America, there was a mass shooting. I think, I don't even know how you, we have so many kinds of shootings. Workplace shooting, random shooting, mass shooting, domestic shootings, you know. So there was apparently a shooting. Yeah, it was in the subway in the Bronx. (sighs) Yeah. Mount Eden and Jerome Avenue. Very so, sad situation. So um, we are definitely, um, you know, uh, we're in February and we've had, I guess, a couple of hundred uh, mass shootings already. Too many. Really? Right. And uh, the, this happened the day after uh, we were talking about Jesus washing feet on the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Well, not only that, you remember just after that, there was another shooting uh, in uh, Hollywood Hills at yeah. a party yep. that broke so. out and people just started shooting. It's crazy. Nothing says America like ducking and praying. None. Mm. Oh, mm. well. It, 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 what would Jesus do? Probably wear, probably wear a Kevlar robe if he come back here. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I would suggest it. The military man, Jamal Kingsley, is here to recognize black folk who are making history today. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to recognize black folk who are making black history today. Ruth Simmons is an American professor and academic administrator. She previously served as president of Prairie View A&M University, a historically black university. As if that wasn't impressive enough, Ruth Simmons previously served as the 18th president of Brown University, where she was the first African-American president of an Ivy League institution. Ruth Simmons was born in Grapevine, Texas, the youngest of 12 children. I guess her parents didn't have Netflix. All they did was chill. Think about it, my brother. The daughter of a sharecropper, Ruth Simmons went on to graduate from the prestigious HBCU Dillard University, then went on to earn her master's and PhD from Harvard University. Aside from being the first African-American to head an Ivy League institution at Brown University and the president at Prairie View A&M University, Ruth Simmons held positions at the University of New Orleans, California State University, Northridge, University of Southern California, Princeton University, Spelman College, and Smith College, where she became the first African-American woman to head a major college or university. Well... I didn't need to document all these Ruth Simmons accolades for you to know she's smart. All you had to do was ask a black man. We all could have told you a black woman knows every damn thing. Think about it, my brother. So here's a black history salute to Ruth Simmons. 
This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, recognizing black folk who are making black history today. Now think about that, my brother. Jazz man. Black man. Tell these good people what's trending. My goodness, everybody's mad at Club Shay Shay. The latest is this beef between uh, Shannon Sharp and Mike Epps. Did you see this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, uh, you know, Shannon went after Mike because Mike said some things about Shannon. And then it turned it turned from that to, you know, you DM me, want me to be on the show and ended with Mike Epps basically saying, listen, you don't want me to come for you. You're telling me to show up, and I guess Shannon Sharp wants to fight Mike, and Mike's like, I'm too old to fight. I don't fight no more, so you know Who what that means, right? Who would fight Shannon Sharp? <laughs> I don't right? know. Who would, here's the thing that's amazing to me. That Shannon Sharp is so mad that he thinks Mike impugned his integrity mm-hmm. that he wants to fight, right? Now, let's, let's, let's just step this out. The reason Club Shay Shay is the hit that it is is because, and I'm talking about before the cat interview, a lot of black pe- men, a lot of black people came on that show because they saw what Skip did to him and they wanted him to be successful in his next endeavor. Am I, am I right? 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 I'm going to say this. Steve said, uh, Earthquake, Ricky, all those people came on that show in a spirit of brotherhood, right? Mm-hmm. Right? He curates those interviews, and then all of a sudden, the very interviews they had became the fodder that Cat attacked them from, right? Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the very, and, and the reason that we felt, remember when they, when Skip did what he did to, to Shannon? Not me, I was that white li- Skip. White yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, not, this, gotta, not we, our Skip. Well, I was well, livid, and everybody else. Yeah, so 30%. <laughs> I was livid. Nobody, I was, I, I, I did a note from the GED section about it. I went on, talked about how he sunned him and how horrible that was. So the very embarrassment and anger that Shannon felt when Skip did that to him, he now parcels out. He trucks in that. Yep. That's what he does. He sells that now. You have the nerve to get mad at somebody at somebody who did what you allowed to happen every week. And you want to fight about it. Like you, you, you allow people to say things, and you know what? The only thing, and the other thing, when he was on uh, undisputed, you couldn't stop him from interrupting. Skip, boy, no, no, skip. I ain't gonna let you say that. No, 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 skip. No, you, you're wrong, man. You're wrong, right? Never at Club Shay Shay did he say, does he say anything like that? So you're mad, and he's not mad that Mike made a joke about him being gay. He's mad that Mike made the joke. Mike said that he called him and he didn't. Right. That's what you want to fight about. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all the, that's that's what and you want to fight. And he said He's like, I don't care if you think I'm gay. I don't care anything about right. that. Right? No, but you want to fight him because he said you called him and you didn't. Right. That, and he's like, I got receipts. I got receipts. I'm gonna everybody, show you. Okay, here's okay. the thing. Right. You are doing everybody. There are a lot of people who feel like that behind some of the interviews you allowed to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And the mm. other thing, everything that happens on the couch of Club JJ, the audience automatically deems truthful. It's sacrosanct. It ain't court. It's, it's a club. And I don't know. Nobody tells the truth at a club, especially when they're <laughs> drinking. I mean, it's called Club JJ. Stop bro. it. You don't have you make it. It's ironic that you would get angry at something you profit from, which mm. is people saying stuff about people that they think is untrue and don't like. And not once has anybody threatened to fight anybody, except the dude who's the ringmaster. Mm-hmm. And you don't see how ironic that is. Mm-hmm. Mike gonna call Skip. And I tell you what, I swear, <laughs> I said it before, 
It is, uh, he is, it is a, it's got messier, messier, maybe that's not the 10. It is Wendy Williams with a list and some shake weights. I'm telling you, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. I mean, you are hot in heaven. You took up my whole trending. <laughs> no, and that's serious. what's trending. No, you I got mad you, you want to fight it. Mike because he said something about you that you think isn't untrue. And now it rises to the level of you running up on somebody. Yeah. Well, I think anytime you decide to do shows like that, you're get ready to fight a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. are going to say a yeah. lot of things. Yeah. So yeah. If we're yes. this soon in and you yes. already feathers yes. ruffled, you might yes. even think about right. something else. Okay. All right, coming up, we got What Have You Learned? That's coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, that's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we got. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your indictment of Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> um, remember that I'm going to be at the uh, what, City Rewinery. I have a show Thursday, uh, one show Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. Come out and meet Lena. She'll be just getting off the back of the plane by the time the Sunday show starts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there. Things about that. Off the black of in the last Say I. Come say I did a Mexican in business class. <laughs> Deal's in first class. She's in last yes, class. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? So I just want to say uh, I had a marvelous time in Vegas. I did not gamble, although Lena did try to get me to gamble. I did not. But I had a wonderful time at the 25th anniversary of the uh, Super Bowl um, soulful celebration. It was fantastic. Right. I got to see Earth, Wind & Fire perform. I saw Mary Mary. Uh, shout out to Erica Campbell, who is uh, one of our family members. Um, and I saw Nate Burleson. But most of all, shout out to Melanie Few. It, she, this was her baby. Tasha Minnie? Who? Melanie Few, Tasha Minnie. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, this, uh. this whole event was her baby. And she's been at it for 25 years. Uh, it wasn't easy. I also got to meet a lot of people that I, I just was floored by who were breaking glass ceilings. So shout out to all the ladies in sports who are doing their thing. And, and thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Skip my man Cheetah. What'd you learn today, baby? Boy? I learned today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. What is that, that all about? What's happening? I learned today that Jasmine didn't tell the truth. She said she went to Vegas and didn't gamble. She did gamble. I saw what you looked like on the red carpet moving around. You was looking pretty good. So it was a gamble that you made make it home safely. I don't know. Somebody might have scooped you up. Somebody might have scooped you up. I'm just saying. Exactly. Speaking of marvelous, you did look marvelous. Thank you. Vegas had a lot of scooping, I'll tell you that. I'm glad you made it home. I said, Jamie looked like she's trying to get chose up on up in here. I don't know. Right. On the next D.O. Ugly show, the military man Jamal Kingsley returned to recognize black folk who are making black history today. Plus, we're going to honor someone's benevolence as the human being of the week. It is the D.O. Ugly show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, will pull that string. We got to go. Tap, tap. It's the D.O. Ugly show. See you on the other side.